0: They're moving in with her parents, but they're but people are moving into their house, so they have to leave.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's rough out there. Hello, friends. Hello, Duncan. You're here. We're here. Um, I was just telling Anna, I know you guys, if you watch the channel, you know that I'm getting over a sickness. Well, we're on to the next one. Um, my eight-year-old, she didn't get last time, just my five-year-old and me did, um, but she was up all night puking. Um, so we'll see if it runs its course through the family or not, but... It's why I do what I could do because I can be home with her. And I still worked a little bit today and doing this. And I was gonna say, if
0: you need to like run out of the room, me and Duncan can hold it down.
1: She's fine. I mean, she's eight, she's self sufficient. She has a bowl there, she's just sleepy. I mean, she has a fever, so she's like sleeping and not sleeping. And my husband's working from home, he doesn't have a call, right? Like, he's available for the next hour if yeah, something happened. Um, well, good. All right. Hello friends. Happy Friday. How's everyone? How's sales? Mine have like gone downhill. How are you, Anna? Um mine are still overall really
0: good, but not as good as last week. Um just, you know, there's no more like holiday, Black Friday, Cyber everything like stuff going on. Of course, I'm not uh, I don't have as big of a sale running anymore because of that too, but I kind of yeah. thought about that earlier today and moved my sale like percentage off a little bit higher just because I'm like trying to remember that I'm still in semi liquidation mode and I can still afford to kind of like, if that's helping push stuff out, to push out more, I still have my promotions really high. So we'll see. But I mean, stuff is selling for sure. Um, it's just not quite as uh, not quite as like crazy as it was last week. <laughs> I feel like every 15 minutes, something was selling last week. It
1: was just nuts. I feel like it because I'm kind of in the same position. Like last, was it last week? It was Black Friday? I guess I don't even know when that was. Yeah.
0: yeah, but it was
1: like people were shopping, and I feel like we're getting to. I know, like as yeah. far as shipping goes, we have until like the seventeenth until they can. Yeah, get it. but I feel like it's like winding down. At least like with my yeah. stuff, and I don't know how many people buy for Christmas but just as far as like shopping and yeah. and being online. And I know for me like our we're done with our Christmas shopping. I have a couple of things to get for my husband. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of just out of the like shopping mode and yeah. we have a rule with our family that you can't buy anything this month. <laughs> because you don't want to put things on your list and then you buy them, right? right.
0: Yeah. So no, I'm that's, that's true. It's like I don't know. I think a lot of people are buying um I think, I don't know, I don't necessarily see a lot of my items as like likely Christmas gifts either. Like some of it is like maybe some of the cool like vintage housewares or something, but like a lot of it's really not that, (laughs) that exciting. In my opinion, I don't get the sense that suddenly people are buying a whole bunch of gifts. I think it's more just like, most people are not as disciplined as you and your family about not buying stuff when they're supposed to be buying gifts for others. And I think Well, like the spirit of it, shopping,
1: right? Yes. Or I think something. people's wallets are just open more or you know, um, like when you go on vacation and your budget just goes out the door. Like right. you spend way more money on vacation. You're like, I would never have spent that much money yes. like eating at that place That's, or whatever it is. That is kind of what it seems like. I, I wanted
0: to say, um, I mean, I don't know the like sort of what sells that we sometimes do and sometimes don't do. I mm-hmm. wanted to shout out one what sells yes, do it. Yours. My stuff is so boring. Show all <laughs> your stuff. <laughs> no, this is I'm being facetious because basically uh. I sold something this the second time this has happened. I sold something like I think it was 180 dollars. It was this huge mirror that's like four feet tall. It's from this date I cleaned out and it's local pickup only. Somebody in Maryland say you're gonna ship that? That sounds no, I'm absolutely not gonna ship it. Yeah, somebody in Maryland bought it, didn't pay for several days, never responded to any of my messages. And finally they're like, uh yeah, I thought this was free shipping. I expect this to be shipped to my house. And I was like, and for free? (laughs) Like no, no, but that's the second time I've had like a piece of furniture recently where someone's like, Oh, but it like I mean maybe they filtered for free shipping and local pickup is free.
1: Yeah. So maybe
0: think, but I'm like that is so like opposite of free shipping. <laughs> like they should not be mistaken.
1: It should yeah, not. Be- so I wonder if when you look on eBay, right, like because it doesn't have a shipping cost to it because they're picking it up, right? That it but, filters and they don't pay attention.
0: But it, yeah, I mean they have to not be paying attention because I'm just like on one I'm guilty time, of doing
1: all of those things.
0: Um, but, I do have. Oh, yeah. go ahead. But I feel I like to- it might be something also with mobile. Like I think both of those people bought it on mobile mm-hmm. and like. They obviously didn't look in the shipping
1: section, but like anyway, it it's was hard just to like, see as much on mobile for sure.
0: Yeah, but it's so, got to be
1: with the way that you filter on eBay or yeah. the way it came up. Because so was I was crazy.
0: really excited about that sale, but never mind. I
1: had to cancel uh-huh. it and refund.
0: They already paid for it too. I had to refund one hundred and eighty dollars. I was like, that's
1: oh. awful. I have a pair of gloves that sold, and I can't find them. And not one hundred and eighty, but a a big sell for me. I don't know. They sold on Mm -hmm. Poshmark and got returned and I'm like, where the hell did I put them? And this is why you should put returns away right away. <laughs> I, I yeah. a return process. that was not the point of this but I'm just thinking I might have to cancel it this weekend if I don't find it okay so I had two questions for you um yeah. and then friends this is a Q&A let us know who is here Duncan is here the first Duncan um Duncan stay on for sure because this question I think you can help answer as well Ooh. um Aaron is here hello Aaron. 55 items this morning Duncan sold 55 items this morning let us know if you're here and you're joining it is let me put the banner up it is a question and answer so feel free to ask questions as you guys have them Um, it doesn't look like there's a gazillion people here yet, but if it starts moving, make sure to put a question in so we know, um, we can find it. So I did have gold members, YouTube gold members get a, it was a monthly question and answer live with me. Um, we've moved it to like a they submit questions and then I answer them because it's really hard for people's schedules to get, Yeah, anyway, that's not the purpose, but there was a question. Someone asked me a question. I was like, that's a question for Anna. I'm going to ask, cause it was a shipping question. I was like, I don't know. Oh, really? I'm in the middle of the state and I ship really low, uh, low price thing. So the question was like, I was telling them that they should be more competitive with shipping, right? Cause you want to be better than oh. your competitors. Right. And they were like, well, I live on the East coast. So how do I stay competitive with people who are, like, I'm in the middle of the country, so I don't, it costs right. me the same no matter where I go. Um, so any suggestions yeah. that you have in staying competitive when you live on like one coast or the other, do you just take it out of your cost or are you just slightly higher in people?
0: Yeah. I mean, that is hard. I think, I think honestly, kind of what I ended up doing earlier this year, as some of you may recall, or may have heard me say before, I was like a diehard I don't believe in free shipping for like literally the better part of the last five years. And finally my like growth advisor twisted my arm enough to like try it because, Mm -hmm. and just build it into the cost. But for me being on the East coast, same thing. Like I'm, I'm in Atlanta and it's like, basically I could only really afford to do it where it was worth it. Um, even building in the cost, like it was only reliable enough to do for items that are under a pound. So for me, that's 80% of my store. So 80% of my store is free shipping. And, you know, whenever I can, I have like quicker handling time. But, you know, for me, like if I'm shipping something to Florida versus like Hawaii and it's priority mail, like that's like 20 or $30 different sometimes. (laughs) Like it's insane. And I can't just like randomly eat that like all the time and exactly. it's amazing how many people in California and Hawaii and Alaska are buying stuff that's free shipping in the middle of the night <laughs> and I'm just oh, like yeah
1: because it, they know it costs a lot to exactly. my sister lives in Alaska and so we know oh really that's cool I didn't know that yeah one of my sisters I have a lot of them but one of them lives in Alaska and before Amazon Prime it was so expensive and so now like yeah it, I mean when that first came out we were like oh my god this is amazing and it right. usually takes longer to get to her than like they recommended. Cause she's like out in way out in Alaska. That is so um,
0: cool. I'm so interested.
1: Oh, <laughs> my dad's actually there right now. I've never visited, but, um, so what I'm thinking, and it, it kind of just, sucks, unfortunately, but you're at a disadvantage because like, like Duncan saying to put it into your cost. But like, for me, I don't have to put it into my cost so I can keep my pricing competitive. I don't have to increase my pricing to have a lower shipping cost and a lower pricing. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's still,
0: you're losing the competitive edge on the pricing side if you're building it in. But I guess it'd be interesting to know, like from a buyer behavior standpoint, if you know, people filtering things by free shipping, for example, was like if that was sort of a more impactful way to maximize whatever competitive edge you can have. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess the other thing, everything's connected, right? So yeah. the other thing is the lower your cost of goods is and like the lower your overhead is, the more you can afford to also not also not build into your price and have like a slightly lower profit margin. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I think that's just kind of it, it is kind of the nature of the beast a little bit you know based on your your location like you can't you can't totally change that but you can work with it and you know maybe yeah. that informs like i said everything's connected so maybe that informs how you source things you know yes.
1: and that that's kind of what i was leading to what i told him and i was like i'm going to ask anna cuz she's kind of in this situation and does it um, she's kind of shipping all the time but I think, and I wonder too, because you said a lot of your, like 80% of your store is first class. Like if I were on the other side of this, in general, I don't buy things that are heavy, but that's just because I don't want to yeah. ship them. But like I, if you're in hard goods and you're thinking about like, I don't take shipping into account when I buy anything. Yeah, I think when, like you said, like in your cost of goods or when you're buying something, you need to be mindful. And when you're looking up comps, not just the comps of the price, but comps of shipping. And if all the shipping's free shipping on something and you can't afford to right. put it into your... A, a yeah. price, then right. it's probably not for you. And unfortunately, it kind of just is where you're at, and right. you have to cool. find a way on the back end in your business strategy. Otherwise, like, and this is what I was saying too. Buyers yeah. don't care who you are, really. And like, if they can get two dollars cheaper, they're just gonna buy it for two dollars cheaper. They don't yeah. care who you are. Um. Also, like,
0: you know, th- I feel like there are things like that in clothing. Like, for example, I live like two seconds from a Goodwill, and I find really great clothing there sometimes a lot of times i don't take the time to really comb through everything most times i don't take the time to comb through everything but i'll like spot you know spot check like different areas but even thinking about stuff like jeans or like outerwear like that stuff's over a pound and you know something i've learned is and this is kind of like just a different Mm -hmm. angle on this same thing that we're talking about but like if i'm going to goodwill like Am I really gonna pay like thirteen dollars for a coat? Like only if it's worth a lot.
1: <laughs> like only if it's gonna sell for like a good amount. Like yes. I and so I guess I. That, but yeah, it's. I think about that a little bit too, and I think about it actually in a storage capacity as well. Yeah, like things that take up a lot of space, I don't buy. If I'm like, if this jacket's gonna take up a fourth of a bin, I could fit five pairs of jeans in the same place. Right. Which one is going to? Because I'm out right. of space. I don't have twelve thousand items. i I have about two thousand items (laughs) yeah um and yeah all right so that's interesting um that's kind of what i said i think you just have to put it into your business model and it's the same as like sourcing like you live in certain places and you have access like i get a lot of outdoorsy because i'm in colorado like yeah that's what i and that's just a beast of where i live
0: around yeah it's like whatever's available but i i love that because that's like that's good resource management and like taking advantage of what is in your area that's, you know, findable and like worth enough. And like, you have to figure out that equation for like wherever you are and the type of stuff that you like selling too. But um, I think, yeah, I think it's interesting um, with like the, the storage space and everything too, because like you're saying like, okay, five pairs of jeans, one coat, like that coat has to be worth a lot of time or a lot of money to mm-hmm. take up those five pairs because the five pairs are so much more accessible, but it's also going to take you more effort to get those five pairs listed. It's going to take five sales to get them out of your bin, you know, oh, like,
1: so but not- I can list jeans. I surprise, surprise. I have a video and an analysis on it. Um, <laughs> so I like timed my, I, I know, right. I timed myself doing all of it. And I said jeans because jeans, my average sale price is lower, but I can do, I can take pictures so fast. I can ship right. them fast. Cause you just like everything. It made it to so streamlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And My listers can list jeans the fastest. That's amazing um, because most jeans have like a style in them or a style number or a, or there's only so many different options like right. Skinny bootlet, you know it's and it's easier to look it up. Um. All right, we have a couple questions. I have one more question, and it's my channel, so I get to ask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get to everyone else. Well, that. Anna has some stuff too um that we haven't yeah. got to i we got off last time and i was like why didn't we tell and it has some exciting news coming out but let me ask my question and then we'll get to um a exciting announcement for anna uh sell so similar so we've talked about this extensively in the past i've done a lot of videos on my channel if you guys are just catching on go check out some of the videos check out me and anna's talks but we both do sell similar uh talked about reasons i'm wondering So currently I've been doing eBay has, they like rate it and they don't rate it unless you talk to a growth manager. I wish we could see this metrics, Um, but they have like 30 days and then what is it? 90 days are like the metrics that they look at. Um, So I've kind of been in my head being like, well, if that's metrics they look at, that's kind of as often as they want you to turn over your store. Right? Like that was kind of my thought. So I've been doing, like I'm down to where everything is under three months now. Um, Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to crank these out. Like, it's working. It's working. And so I was doing 50 a day, which would put me at about two months. Every two months, my store gets turned over. But I'm wondering, most of my stuff, like, you get watchers and people don't, if they don't buy, they're not coming back for my kind of things. However, going back to the beginning of the conversation we were having earlier, like, it's Christmas, people aren't buying. And I'm wondering if maybe this month I shouldn't do sell similar (laughs) or not sell similar if it has watchers or a lot of views because maybe people are – liking maybe. it after christmas i run it yeah. hey you got christmas money you liked this item yeah. should that's, i not
0: sell similar oh no, that's interesting well i think it's interesting that your total store turnover is two months because theoretically you could afford to wait a month you know yeah. for it to stay yeah. under the three months and then still like yeah maybe instead of um maybe the things you hold off on for the month you sort by watchers and you just don't do those yeah. right now
1: that's and then, of, then, or you high view. views
0: yeah yeah or views yeah but you can go back to you know sorting it by the by the uh age of the listing like after mm-hmm. the month is over you know
1: and then yeah you maybe start. like after christmas throw so like a huge promotion and if they wanted it they would have gotten it right time, and then start over again in january yeah okay i like it i like I it so too <laughs> okay <laughs> uh so big news before we ask some questions in here and i i I haven't checked out the notes, so I don't know what you've put in there. If there's things that you oh. like absolutely want to talk about, yeah, there's okay, like a the Anna has. First of all, in case you guys don't know, Anna does have a book, her link should be down below or in her Instagram. Um, it's a book on it eBay, is. taking back your time on all eBay. Miscellaneous, um, and then you have some kind of eBay news, they came out and visited you, right? eBay. Well, you or is it? Oh, is it not a video one? Tell me, no. I'm not gonna pretend like okay. I know. Okay, not yet, but
0: I think that's coming down the pike too. I told Georgia, please let me move first. <laughs> so,
1: oh, yeah, so I
0: think we're gonna do that, which would be great actually, because I will have a way cooler setup in the new place. But, um, more news on that though. But I am gonna be in January. eBay has like a new ish podcast that's a seller spotlight podcast, and they're little like. Bite sized episodes like 15 20 minutes. Um, and yeah, they interviewed me for that. Like, uh, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, but
1: it's not going to come out till January. So, just like Two podcast friends. There's an eBay yes. for business. They just started a new one with Georgia. They did. Um, eBay for business. And that's more like how to sell on eBay um, and tips and tricks, which is one of the best resources I think eBay has. It's a
0: great resource. Yeah. Um
1: it, they have so much good information. Like the seller update comes out and they really go in depth into that. If you don't want to read it and you want to listen to someone talking about it, every time I've asked a question, and even before like I went out to headquarters and they knew who I was, it's not like favoritism. Anytime I asked a question within a week or two, they would answer. Um, so if you have like some questions that you're like, I cannot get an answer to this, eBay for business podcast. But then they came out with the seller spotlight pot. There's like so many different seller spot because like, they have like the video ones and then there's also a new yeah, like just reading one, like a yeah, like a, like a newsletter type of thing. So then, yeah, like-
0: those are like those are like a different medium of the video ones. I think they're like they correspond
1: somehow. I don't think so. Cause they've asked me to do oh, the really? blog one. Yeah. They've asked me to do oh, the blog uh, one yet, but not the video. Okay, so I maybe think it's all like different parts yeah. of the day, not working together.
0: Maybe they changed that up. Cause I know like at one point, like I think when Alex came out um, and maybe when Rosie's came out, I was looking at mm-hmm. them and also
1: maybe there's another one that I'm thinking of cause it well, wasn't connected.
0: Those were like the big, like, here's the big feature video where, you know, but like, it seemed like there was like a five minute version and like a a 15 minute version. And like the five minute version was like kind of embedded in like this write up about it. So, but I don't know, maybe they're just like trying to figure out what formats they want to stick with. But it seems like they are like with the podcast, it seems like they're covering, you know, trying to get to a bunch like as many different colors as they can. And like hear everyone's story and kind of like this, little like bite-sized way but I feel like they're still going to be doing the in-depth stuff too maybe they're just yeah. looking for where how, how do people want to consume that information I don't
1: know yeah well I think it's a huge t- all the different ways we plugged yeah. the book, Duncan thank you thank you um finally caught one of these lives hello thank you let uh let me know who's here hello Megan hello uh perfectly blessed unfortunately free shipping helps you rank in the algorithm yes but and I'm going to actually do this again probably in the new year um Ooh you can sort now it didn't used to be this way but you can sort now based off of lowest price plus shipping and so i think right. a lot of people do that and so as long as you can stay competitive with your shipping like we were talking about earlier with your shipping and your price um i think you can rank with that and it has to be in your business mm-hmm. if you're paying a virtual assistant mm-hmm. hourly how long should it take them to do 30 items i mean that base that's your business <laughs> i mean not like it's your business but it depends oh, yeah your margins and your yes and yeah and what you sell and what you like and also what it means to do
0: 30 items like what which parts of the process are they doing you know Mm. are they all are they doing i mean i guess virtual so just getting the listings ready or are they doing any other kind of store admin stuff like i just want to know what that exactly means
1: well, and like if you're niche down, like I said, my virtual assistants can do jeans significantly faster because they know it. It's easy. It's niche down. Like if you are an Anna type store, it would probably take them a little bit longer to do listings because it, they would probably have to do a little bit more research and not really have yes. niche down. And it depends on your profit margins too, right? Like if you are making fifty dollars an item you can afford a little bit more than if you're making two dollars an item if you're making two dollars an item you want them to be listing a lot of items if you're making fifty dollars an item if they are spending right. more time researching and making a good listing um so i think it depends on your business I, if you want to dm yeah. me on instagram i'll chat back and forth on like the numbers with you but i think it's very like business t- like it yeah. would depend on your numbers and what you do yeah Uh, I've always excluded Alaska, Hawaii because worried about cost of return shipping. I do free returns. What do you think? Oh man. Um, So I actually, that's a good question. I
0: recently, I think I recently excluded Alaska and Hawaii from my, maybe it was from my free shipping business policy, not because of returns so much, but, I don't know i just lately i've had like several things where may i think actually i think returns do play into it it's just anecdotal for me but like i just basically got fed up and was like that's it i'm taking them out of my free stuff because now i paid 20 dollars both ways for you to have this thing and send it back and it would have been seven dollars if it was in florida or whatever so do you think it would be
1: better to turn free returns off and still keep them in I don't know. You'd have to look at your competition and see what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. And so it,
0: right? for me, it's like, it's hard to, to analyze things like that because I'm across so many different categories. So like it's different across different categories and it's too overwhelming to go in and change it by category, like change, yeah. you know, sort my items that way. Or like, I don't know, it's, it would just, I try to keep it like pretty blanket for like the business policies just to keep that, that simple. But, um, but you know, I guess for my calculated shipping stuff, though. So, so most of my stuff that's in free shipping is under a pound. There are a few things that aren't, because it's things that will fit in, like you know, a a bubble, a flat rate bubble mailer, like it, yeah. which is eight dollars exactly. and thirty cents, as we all know. But <laughs> it's
1: <like $10. laughs> and 60 cents or something now without the discount. I saw that and I was like, oh my god, that's oh, so bad. Yeah,
0: that is rough. But sometimes the problem is sometimes I'm wrong about it. It'll be like a pair of pants or a sweater or something. Mm. And like normally pairs of pants and sweaters fit in them. But this particular one does not. And now I'm. And then to Hawaii,
1: you're spending a gazillion dollars. Yes.
0: And then it's like $25. And I'm like, ah. So I think that was just me getting fed up. But I don't really know the answer to the question. I mean, I would say. I don't know. I would just say, maybe try it. If you can have a little bit of margin to like experiment with it and see how often it's actually a problem, because that's the other thing. Like most of the time I have a very low rate of like returns.
1: Well, that's and, what you know, I was going to say too. I think it depends on what you're selling. Yeah. And even like I do clothing and it's like five, 6%, which is one of the higher categories but yeah. if you think about it. That's still only 5% of yeah. all of my sales. Right. And what percentage of those really are Alaska and Hawaii that yeah. are actually going to get returned. Um, I don't exclude it, but yeah. I don't sell all the things. And, I, it's never, and I'm in the middle of the country, right? So it doesn't cost I, me quite as much to get it somewhere yeah. else. Um, we have lots of questions today. I appreciate I it. Uh, if, if you are planning on having uh, up to 15,000 items in your store, that is clothing, shoes, how much space would you need to store all of that? How many? Um, fifteen thousand. Clothing and shoes. A lot. So a I have—I don't know, lot. like this square footage. I have like two thousand clothing and shoes. I wouldn't know the square footage. It's a fairly small room, and then I have a couple of bins up here because they don't fit down there.
0: Oh, um, okay.
1: But I don't know, like square footage. So yeah. like I could do it based off of bins for me. So mm-hmm.
0: jeans,
1: if you only had jeans, I can fit 20 to 25 pairs of jeans in a bin. So there then divide that by 15,000 and then take the <laughs> that bin size and multiply it through. Yeah. Um,
0: How many of those bins can fit on a shelving unit? How many shelving units can you fit in your space? Yeah.
1: So mine is, yeah, right. So like mine's three and then they're like four high. Yeah. So 12.
0: However, if those are t-shirts, you can probably fit 50 of them in a bin
1: but if they're shoes or boots and this is another reason i enjoy <laughs> less, and less shoes is i can only fit about 10 yeah max it's like the a, yeah it'd be a
0: big game of averages it would depend a lot on how heavily weighted your story is towards shoes or clothing yeah. and what kind of clothing
1: yeah. Which is where I, I mean, think a lot of people don't take into account storage space, especially no. if you're paying for it. Well, even not, like it's in your house. You have to take into account what you sell and if it's worth the storage space. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. I'm so I'm like have been thinking about this a lot lately because um mm. I'm buying this house in Illinois in the Midwest, and there is a big brick detached two car garage. It's actually like a little bit oversized. I think it was mm. like for a boat, I think maybe.
1: Um, and in addition to a garage.
0: Oh, it no, this is like, no. But in addition to a huge basement, which I don't have now, which is. Oh,
1: okay. But like, if you took over the garage, you would not have a garage. That's my
0: plan. I'm going to like put a mini split in there and climate control it and make it like, a totally climate controlled building. But, um, it's like, it's, I think about the amount of space that I have now, but like the way that I can. Uh, utilize the space will be better there and the ceiling is mm-hmm. higher in some parts of it than what I have now so like it's gonna be interesting to see like how it all translates because right now mostly all of my stuff is in um, a storage unit or actually three storage units
1: <laughs> and, yeah so then you have to yeah you lose space going between the two and yeah
0: right and so hopefully it will be you know more efficient but I'm not really sure I mean right now I have I actually still have over 13,000 actual items, but I have under 12,000 listings because I've been selling it down. Um, and, you know, I have two 10 by 10 storage units with pretty high ceilings, and I stack the bins on the top about three bins high, so mm. that like just like those bins in the back. Like, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. like those size bins. Yeah. Just but anyway, um, I have two 10 by 10 units that are, like, slam-packed full, you know, and then I have one more that's, like, a 5 by 15 that's, like, maybe... I would say probably 25% full at this point. Cause I've been trying to like get rid of that one
1: sooner. Um, but like, hopefully that all translates to whatever square footage that garage is. Yeah, but you have a whole basement too. Like I have, so my, I wanted my inventory all in one place. Cause it's kind of a pair, like you have three storage units. And yeah. it, I want it wanted sucks, to be all in just, one
0: place too. Like, yeah. So, so I have mine
1: all in a basement, but it's like a U shaped, like, I mean, it's, a, it's not like a crawl space or anything. And it's like, finished and stuff, which is phenomenal for the house that we bought, but it doesn't all fit down there. Yeah. And it's such a pain to come up, but I think if it was, it's on a square space, it's like, right. A, like a hallway. And then it goes into a U. So like one whole wall, I can't really use because right. you, you have to have space to walk. <laughs> yeah, Right. I do have a couple of bins that sometimes I like crawl over and which like,
0: is so annoying though. Like even that is like friction in your process. And I'm like, okay, we're like, literally we're moving to this place with so much more space than we have now. Like I've got to get those things out of my life because if I can't do it in this space, I can never do it, you know, but also strategically, you know, my goal going forward with my store is to replenish my items with better, higher quality, higher dollar items. So theoretically I should have
1: fewer items in my, so while you're trying to go down and down, still not at 12,000, but decrease. Yeah okay i'm trying to say level i'm actually i was thinking about what we talked about last week you couldn't sustain this forever in selling more items than you list right like i go for reseller and buy right. And right, right. as many as you list um but i think for a decent time period because like in my head having all of my inventory downstairs would be phenomenal but i have yeah. probably two to three hundred items up here so I'm yeah. like, if i can do a couple months where i'm selling more than i'm listing. um and get but still make money right kind of like hopefully you're doing more
0: volume so you're yeah. getting less you know per item but you're getting more net and then you can invest it in better stuff and you know you can continue that and like basically all like adjust your seller nirvana to be with a higher asp fewer sales yeah. you know like well see and i'm kind of in the opposite,
1: opposite this is why this is good because you can do this so many different ways i'm going you're going higher asp i'm going a higher sell through um because my stuff yeah sell through over the past six months is just declining because people have less money um and so i'm like if i'm doing a lower then i need to like become more of a volume um, and get it moving um which is fine it's actually better for my ego. (laughs) <laughs> I like when I have like 15 packages, even if it's the same money as like two packages, I'm like, ooh. I feel so well, massive. I want to be a volume seller until
0: I kind of like until like that doesn't serve my purposes anymore, because yeah, yeah. I don't want to create. And to a certain point,
1: problem. right? Like after 15 sales, I'm like done shipping. Like when you <laughs> told that one day, you're like, I have 72 to pull. And I was like, that sounds awful
0: hey okay. yeah no that's what it's been mondays have been absolutely brutal but yeah. and i'm glad
1: i'm very grateful because means i am selling a ton which yes to. but yeah there's a top out for me that i don't want to be that volume <laughs> i have yeah. free returns on ebay but don't see any return shipping charges on my pay okay wait i wasn't reading i have free returns on ebay but don't see any return shipping charges on my payments tab how does that work does ebay send them a shipping label or have my customers been buying those So, whenever
0: someone opens a return, you should have the option to buy a label on eBay, upload your own label, or confirm that you sent them a label. So, yeah, but if you have free
1: returns, like I don't ever send them anything. Really? Yeah, it just automatically doesn't.
0: I have free returns on and I always have to.
1: Every time I have to choose. Every
0: return, you have to. I have to choose, like.
1: There's a setting to turn that off.
0: Interesting. Because I always buy the label on eBay. I'm like, yeah. And then eBay sends it directly oh. to them. I don't have to send it to them.
1: But I, get I to- only have to do that every once in a while when I didn't have a free return on that I forgot That's about. so
0: weird. Maybe I don't have. No, I must have free returns on. I'm sure that I do. I'm going to have to go look. Oh. But yeah, literally every time I get a return, whenever the return gets accepted, I have to make that choice Like for every single one.
1: Now I'm going in and looking, I don't, I'm going to be completely honest. And so maybe I'll look at this and we'll answer next week. Um, my partner actually does all of this type of work. Like he pulls all the retor- reports and does for like tax purposes. So yeah. as far as those reports go, I don't ever look at them. Um, I know that we capture the returns in like my tax spreadsheets and all of that. Yeah. I don't know the forms and the screens well enough to tell you off the top of my head
0: well and sometimes it depends like i know that sometimes it depends on the shipping carrier too like the way that you sent it if they are automatically sending them the same type of label that you use to ship it there which would be logical um i know when i choose to send them or choose to buy a label on ebay that's all it does it just buys the same label that i bought you know to send it back but um it's some carriers charge you when it, the label gets scanned and it comes later, mm. Some charge you when you buy the label. So maybe that's the difference. It depends on what, carrier. and I
1: know too, it probably depends too on how you have it set up. So I have it set up to take out of my pending funds. Yes, me too. Um, and I, I noticed this because it happened once when I had no, like, it was like, a return happened as soon as I did my withdrawal and I had right. no pending funds. And, you're like, and so then I actually got like a, hey, like we a had invoice. to pull from your bank account. Yeah, because I was like, yeah. what is happening here? And it took me a minute to figure it out. Um, yeah. That's a great question. If you want to, I'm sorry, we can't help you out. Like, but if you want to send me a DM on Instagram, I will look at the payment um, and help you figure it out. I just can't do it off the top of my head right here on the channel. Duncan missed the beginning. We'll catch later. If I do calculate, I do cal- calculate it. Oh, they're having a chat. Oh, um, do, 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 do. They're having a chat. <laughs> uh, hey, Sarah, I have a question. Uh, I just started adding shirts and jeans to my store, basically clothing of men's, women's, and children's. So what's the fastest to move up in reggies? giving your items away for free? um it will if your item is so to go up in ranking it depends on what other kind of things you i was select. just sure you were gonna say have a high quality listing i was sure yes, I oh yes yes so that i mean that was my easy answer but yes you have to have a good quality listing promoted listing is going to help um you have to be better than your competition as well but pull a listing quality report anna thank you um and make a good quality mm-hmm. listing and then you want to To come up in the impressions, you want to come up in as many places as possible. Organic is going to be your listing quality. So all your item specifics are correct. You have good photos, all your SEO type things. Um, As far as like within eBay coming up at the top, you want to make sure like so when you're going to eBay and you're searching and you have all those different filters, offers and sales and, you know, go in and search on it you want to have as many of those as possible. So that's why like free shipping, free returns, free, like all of these things help you rank higher just because if someone clicks on free shipping and you don't have free shipping, your item now is not being shown to them. Um, So do, and that's like giving your item away for free helps (laughs) because you do all those things until you start ranking. Um, But that will... Like do as many as you can afford in your business to do. And then to make the sale, you want to be better than your competition, even if you have to eat your costs for a little bit to be better. Um, Oh, this is interesting. Lulu, lemon stock price just plummeted yesterday because they have too much stock and fourth quarter guidance is bad. What does this mean? for (laughs) Y'all, it's rough. It's going to get rough. I've done quite a few videos on it um, coming out. I'm going to oh God, sorry. My kid's sick. I'm getting like phone calls. I have to make sure it's not like my other. So one kid's at school right now because yeah. if he's not sick, he's going to school. And I'm like, I got to make sure I don't have to come pick him up. Yeah. Um, what were you we saying? Oh, what's going to happen? I want to know. I want to hear your ta- take on it. And then I'll say my take on where you think it's heading and where it, what's happening, what we should do. So
0: yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I don't ever pay attention to this. <laughs> but i but, I think it's fascinating because I mean, I think we're sort of like on this on this backswing of you know, even just like all the supply chain issues during covid and like mm-hmm. now a bunch of even just like stuff at target. It's like, well, a lot of places in certain ways in certain areas are like oversaturated with inventory, and the actual stores are just like clearancing stuff out mm-hmm. like crazy. So it's like, I don't know, hopefully, you know, I mean, I think with something like that, people are still going to want to buy it. It's probably still going to sell for more than like the average thing in that cat, you know, legging or like whatever it is. But I don't know. I feel like you're going to feel the effects of that. If the company itself, like if this isn't just a bad moment for the company, if it's like, this is a trajectory now, then I think it's going to eventually definitely affect the resale but on the other side, you know, if the company goes under <laughs>
1: and people love their Lululemon leggings. Oh yes. Then now you have rare products. Right. So I don't think they'll go under. I think yeah. a lot of people are just gonna be hurt. Uh well, I mean maybe some companies, but I don't think yeah. overall what i I see the struggles that i see happening for resellers one and lululemon is a perfect example lululemon has a reselling uh model you can sell your items to lululemon get credit and then buy used products from them there is a projection and we've all seen it and heard it that reselling and buying used goods and all of this is just getting astronomical right now well they're not going to leave it to little smallers for very long, right? Right. Like most of these big companies are like, well, people aren't buying new anymore. They want sustainable products. We're getting our leg in the game. Um, so I think that's going to be hard. And for resellers, if Lululemon wanted to come after all of us for selling Lululemon, they could like, we could no longer sell it anymore because they have ownership over it.
0: I was going to say, um, this dovetails perfectly into, I, I have recently joined, um, like part of the, like a seller based, like government relations team with eBay. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah. I'm we were it. just talking about this in a meeting, literally yesterday, because you know, like somebody was saying for, ex- just for example, this, this wonderful lady who sells like a lot of, you know, high end handbags and stuff and how like Vero claims on eBay mm-hmm. are just rampant. And she'll be like, I can literally show you that I purchased this from you, like from the brand. And they're like, too bad it's counterfeit or whatever like they can claim whatever basically and they're all they're trying to do is use it as a competitive advantage to you know have have less um of of their stuff in the market that's not being bought directly from them and so it was just really interesting because again not a thing that i ever like worry about or care about with just like having such a broad base of inventory but like maybe it affects a thing here or there for me but for a lot of people especially who are selling name brand stuff because that's where the value is hello yeah especially like clothing mm-hmm. and accessories and stuff like that shoes but like they were just like on fire about it talking about it in this meeting yesterday because you know these big brands are lobbying for like for yeah. different things um because
1: they're hurting and so they want to yeah. go into that marketplace and right. unfortunately for us they have the money to lobby and get what they want like yes. we can't fight them like i'm not gonna be able to fight against lululemon even if i'm like yeah. hey friends and my five reseller friends want to fight with me like right they're gonna win at the end of the day which is one well we were you yeah, we might blow we were talking about not to get in the weeds with it too much but we were
0: yeah, talking about it because there was a bill this year called the shop safe bill that was kind of like you know about counterfeit the way that vero is which is really mm-hmm. it's only a little bit about that it's mostly about don't let other people sell our product even if it's secondhand and so ebay like worked on that in washington and it got blocked but it's definitely going to be coming back around with the vengeance next year
1: <laughs> so- oh, so this, is, this is interesting because i i don't know enough people know this ebay has a government relations where they go and they yeah. Because eBay has the money to do this as a small yes. size. don't this is why we're the Congress people. Yeah, it's yes. amazing. And so when they look at bills that are gonna be passed, um, and you can get on the government, like you can volunteer your time in whatever capacity that you want um yeah. to help this, but they get in front of these bills in Congress and lobbyists and whoever they have to, if they don't think it's in the best interest of their sellers. And this is a perfect example. So we all are complaining about eBay fees and blah, 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 blah. We're paying them because otherwise it could have gotten passed and our Vero violations would have been, you can't sell all of these products, right? And other things. I do think though, honestly, it, it will eventually go there. Yeah, um, because these big companies, like that's where they're seeing the money going. Yeah. I will say, though, the one thing that we have I don't know, five, 10 years if we're still going to be able to be resellers in the same capacity, but right now in the trenches when people don't have money and we have the benefit of pivoting our business very yeah. quickly. I can, I mean, I have probably three weeks worth of inventory to list right now, but in three weeks, I can have a completely new business sourcing model. Right. If I know what I'm doing, if I know what right? Like if I'm paying attention to the numbers. And, and like for me, I'm like, oh, my average sale price is going down. I'm gonna start sourcing a lot more high volume type things. If you don't pay attention to your numbers and you don't know that, you're gonna be right. in a year sitting there, why am I not making sales? I'm doing the same thing I was doing two years ago. Well, the market's not the same thing it was two years yeah. ago. Yeah. That's my two cents. I have quite a few videos coming out. I think it's going to be rough, and I think you guys have to continuously pay attention to what's going on yeah. in your business, um, in people's money. What worked last year?
0: Yes. You don't have to uh, raise your- Oh no,
1: I just was <laughs> like, oh, literally like the oh. central light bulb ding. That's what my kids do when they're waiting their turn to talk.
0: <laughs> well, one more thing, um, because this is kind of along those same lines. It, it affects everybody, but especially people who are like hobby sellers. So this is another thing that you can still take action on this year. There was the whole thing about the IRS changing the threshold for like mm-hmm. for sending a 1099 K mm-hmm. to $600. And it used to be $20,000 and 200 transactions, I think. Yeah. And now it's, you know, they're eBay's fighting against that because there's tons of people who make under $20,000 a year who are probably selling a lot of their stuff at a loss because it's just a hobby or whatever. And, um, or a business getting off the ground right Mm -hmm. and um so you can still go and like basically send a prefabricated like letter to your congressperson on ebay main street so if you sell on ebay i would advise like do this because it benefits so many small sellers and i think we should like for me i don't care because i make over that anyway but i recognize what that does to the whole base of sellers with ebay and you know i think we need to like Kind of stick up for each other in that capacity like there's no reason somebody should have to report their non-taxable income to the irs for selling whatever their playstation or something you know like well and the
1: struggle that i because i when this new law came out i think i probably made a video or at least said it in multiple different places if you are making money the irs wants it like, period. Yeah. Whether you were $600 or not before, you should be claiming it. This struggle. Yeah. because And this is what, like, in going to headquarters and talking to the government relations, I was like, like, why is this an issue? Because we should be paying for it anyways. And it's the hobbyist sellers who are not making money, it gets sent to them anyways. And they either have to find a CPA to figure out what to do. They have to figure out how yeah. to do it. They have to. And they're not a business. If you're no, trying to make money, then, yes, you pay. But they're talking about all of the other people that are, like, Hobbyist or hey, I'm trying to clean out my closet. I don't wear these right. clothes anymore. It's at a loss. Right. But they don't know this. It's not a business. They're not right. Like, they're just
0: like, oh crap. Like now the IRS is trying to get me. <laughs>
1: like people, it like freaks people out. So and it's totally unnecessary. Yeah. And if so, you're not a business and you don't know, or even if you are a business, a lot of people that were yeah. businesses and this law came out were like, Oh my god, what's happening? Um, right. we do have a couple questions in the chat, but I don't know if there was anything I think we've talked about things that you have we have little notes going yeah oh yeah um yeah oh, oh the german packaging law do you know can you talk to this i can we talk okay people. good cuz i heard stuff on the podcast and i was like that seems like a lot
0: oh my gosh it's crazy so the interesting thing is right now sellers are beholden to this law but, okay so let's talk about the lots for
1: people who don't know what's going on
0: okay so it has to do with having like essentially like recyclable materials that your items are packed in and that's like the big shipping container type of stuff down to the literal like box that it's packed in like
1: don't it? The they're trying yes. to do like sustainability type initiatives yes, yes. And, and shipping this- and items coming into their country yes and Definitely. a lot of this
0: stuff has been in the law already for like several years but Mm -hmm. there it wasn't clear about like whose job it was to enforce it and so only recently they have made the platforms in charge of enforcing it well on the dl ebay basically said so it's our job to enforce that so like if somebody in the german authority comes to us with your username and says we received this package you need to like get your boy in line there. Then eBay will talk to you and say, we have to, you have to rectify this or, you know, we can't allow you to sell on the platform anymore. However, short of the German, the German authorities calling you out by an identifying like name or username, like Fortnite. eBay does not have the capability to police all sellers about this at this time. What they're working, so so they said without saying,
1: don't sell to Germany
0: taking, well they just said we're not checking it like if you get um, you know if Germany catches you and makes the a whole point to report it to us then we have to do something about it but other than that we don't have a
1: mechanism in place to check but everything. if they do catch you for some reason or another like what are the ramifications are they gonna kick um, you off or are they gonna be like oops don't do this again and then you just don't sell the Germany anymore
0: yeah I think you at that point you would have the choice to just like exclude germany if you just don't want to deal with it or change the things that you've packed you know change the way you package things um this would be a
1: lot for one country
0: yes (laughs) well and also so there's other stuff involved with it too like you have to pay um like a registration fee and like you have to be part of this like dual system like shipping thing and so they were kind of explaining that too and they were just saying essentially right now that's just not feasible for like especially the bajillions of like small sellers you know who they're not gonna pay like 80 dollars a year or whatever to like register with european shipping conglomerate thing like it just it's not practical especially for people who sell all over the world and you know occasionally sell one thing to germany like it's just not it's just ridiculous right so anyway what they're saying was and this is kind of tied into the new international shipping program isp which is combining sort of ebay international shipping global shipping oh, yeah. but they by next year sometime their goal is to be able to essentially pay those registration fees for all sellers um like on their behalf do all the admin on their behalf and then also if you send something Basically through that program you send it you know through eBay's international program. It's if it gets to their checkpoint and it's not packaged in the right stuff, they'll repackage it in the right stuff so that you won't mm-hmm. get in trouble when it gets to Germany.
1: And when y'all are crying about eBay fees and how they're astronomical and <laughs> eBay's big and bad, I'm just saying like I don't work no. for eBay and I don't like, I'm like I, I don't think people deal with that. Like, yeah, I don't think people realize the amount of work yeah. that ebay is doing on our behalf. yeah um, also just the amount of sellers like if i were my own company i would not have access to millions of buy not sellers of buyers internationally coming to my website like that alone is worth I'm I know. Say, yeah, a lot of piece, yeah right so um that's yeah, interesting the- so keep us posted are you yes. did you get into the new shipping program because i know you had asked to get into it so I got like a confirmation that i'm being put in it but i haven't noticed
0: yet if you know I, no. I i don't think the last time i sold an international item which was like this week sometime i don't think i noticed anything different so maybe it hasn't quite it has to get you know it has to change in all my business pol- policies yeah. too so it may just not be in effect yet but well, keep us the german thing is messy I think it sounds like it's pretty low risk for shipping stuff the way you normally would. I don't even know off the top of my head, like what the actual requirements are. I know that I've never paid a registration fee or enrolled in their dual system or whatever. So.
1: And they probably have, I don't know either, but they probably have like a rollout. Like you have, this is when it is and now you have six months and then after we'll start. And
0: well, and if you're freaked out by that, I'm just not going to worry about it. But if you're freaked out by that, you can go and especially if you have business policies for your shipping stuff shipping policies you can go in and exclude germany until it gets sorted out and then you just don't have to worry about it and you're still selling to the whole rest of the world you know
1: right. no sweat and unless you're selling i mean i don't even know but chances of you selling a gazillion things to germany alone is probably not going to well, make sense. i
0: i don't know if i've ever sold anything to germany maybe like quite twi- actually yes yes i have but only like twice and they were tiny little pins yes. of, pins from an alpine like german hat anyway course you know
1: um you know what's kind of funny is i hadn't got to this next question but the next question is ah. i have been excluding france and germany because of the packaging law so we don't have to answer that because we just talked all yeah. about it how funny um oh and he's asked it like three times they will, <laughs> they, will
0: though. they will repack it that's what i was just told yesterday so we'll see
1: oh so this is a gps so This is only going to matter for the next couple of months until eventually, like if you're on GPS, it's going to put you into eventually over the course, slow rollout eBay's fashion, Um, which is good because then they make sure nothing's broken. Um, (laughs) But they will put you into this new shipping program once it's up and running for everybody. But do you know where we need to ship to for the new international? Oh, he's asking about that, too um, you'd have to ask them because it's new and it's beta. I don't think that anybody knows enough. Yeah.
0: I haven't seen it myself yet. I don't think,
1: Ooh, this is a good question. Cause this is my agenda. So, and this actually goes, this is a great, Ooh, this is good. This is good to end on. Cause I like to end on, on like thinking ahead and philosophy and all of these great, you always have like <laughs> a big, like thing for my, the, weaker. no pressure,
0: no I pressure. So Insightful.
1: <laughs> um, so this is actually something that is on my agenda for the, all of December. I have been going through and making a list of in my business and life, honestly, things that make me happy, things that I like doing, things that I don't I like doing, that. things that don't make me happy. Oh God, um, I'm doing that. I'm going to do that. And it's kind of how, I don't want to say New Year's resolutions, but it's kind of how I'm like what? planning what my new year is going to look like, business, work everything, like what I'm going to focus on. Um, so I haven't fully gotten there. But one of the things that is a big hiccup for me that I don't really like doing, and it's weird because most resellers like this part of it. Okay. Um, I don't like sourcing. I don't mind it casually as an enjoyable sport. You really, like have to. Yes. Um, so it is on my agenda. So stay tuned. If you guys are not subscribed, make sure to subscribe. It's on my agenda to find someone to train to do this i have tried to work with other resellers um i love resellers i have a whole channel but i love you all the struggle that i have with trying to get a reseller to source is they know how much money they could potentially make doing it and yeah. then they don't want to do it the right. problem is is they don't li- like some of the ones that i've tried to work with I'm like, but you have like 700 items in your desk. But are you going to list it? (laughs) But they don't. And then they're like, I don't want to sell it to you because it it, it could make me like $50. And I'm like, but you have to list it and you don't do that. Anyway, so I'm going to try and like make a post like on next door, maybe Facebook, reach out to people that I know. I think it's a pretty decent deal. Like if I'm yeah. thinking my realm of people is like stay at home moms or yeah. kids at home where they could go sourcing at the bins for five hours right. a month or five yeah. hours a week. People get love items.
0: Right. They love shopping. They don't want the responsibility or the work of running an entire business but they want a steady paycheck for something that's like a little bit off the grid, like,
1: right. And then they could do it on their own schedule. Right. Um, And they could, and I would even be to the point of like, you want the next three weeks off. You just give me three weeks of inventory this week. Like you work three days this week. Like I would not care at all as long as you get me, but that being said, I'm going to have to put up the legwork up front and, train someone. Um, yeah. this is what I did, this is what I did with virtual assistants. I tried There's virtual assistants. There's listeners out there. You can hire, they know what they're doing. I tried various different services. I tried various different recommended virtual assistants and none of them could do it to the way that I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So I just found someone on Upwork that seemed competent in skills that I need to list um, as well as spreadsheets and trained them. It took me about three weeks to train them. And now they're phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and so I think this, I, it turned a click for me. I was like, that's what I did with a virtual assistant. Let me get outside of resellers um, and see if I can't find someone or like a teenager, right? Like if you were in school and you also played sports but you could spend three hours on the weekend sourcing, like you can not get a job. Yeah. give you that freedom. So stay tuned. We'll see. That's one of the things on my agenda. Um, also grad this,
0: students. Shout out to the grad students. It's hard to have a re- regular job when you're in grad school.
1: Yes. Yes. And flexible and then finding things. Um, yeah. and It's pretty easy to teach people what to. Yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. Hopefully,
0: hopefully they have some natural propensity for it, you know, to begin with. But okay. So here's my insightful challenge for you. Yes. Okay. So training someone else to do it is you know, is one way. And I'm not saying for you personally, that you should also, before you do that, you should do any of this other stuff. But I think it's interesting to think about like, what, like, why don't you like sourcing? Is there a way of sourcing that you would like, for example, Mm -hmm. schlepping through the racks at a thrift store may not be your thing, but maybe you think auctions are really fun because they're exciting. You do it on one day, you get a whole truckload of stuff, and then you don't have to source for two months. Yeah. maybe online bidding estate sales where you can see everything and you just we talked about people. this. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think that's a good question for people as they're taking their own inventory of like their business. And I love that idea though of like, okay, what's like for me and what's for like outsourcing so mm-hmm. that I'm spending my time on the stuff that only I can do that I actually like to do, you know, et cetera. But I think that's a good question to ask is like, is there a way of doing this that I haven't tried yet that maybe Mm. I would like, and maybe that would change it, you know?
1: Yes. And I'm going to answer for me, but I think that's a great question for everybody else. Cause I've been doing this like three and a half years now. And so I've tried all the various different things. Um, palettes, I didn't mind because it was like one straight thing and it came to me and it was like at home, I could press (laughs) the button, but the palettes have just, if they haven't, been good in a while. Yeah. And we heard Rosie had all kinds of issues with them. Like they're just yes. getting lost and She's not selling. Warrior anymore. man. I know. Um I do enjoy the fifth store. The struggle with that is our prices are so high you can only get stuff to, to make a profit um on the sale days, which are on the weekends. Yeah. And what's something in my happy list is my family. Yes. And when do I get to spend time with my family on the weekend? Oh guess what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and so I'm trying really hard. This is why I'm moving more into trying to figure out this problem. Yeah. Cause I want to spend more time with family. Well, I mean, you've got whole posh closets, right? Yeah. It's not so, sustainable long term, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I
0: another thing that you've tried, like that's another avenue that you've like,
1: I don't mind that. And if I could no, like next month I had one to buy. I would keep doing it, but I don't have one set up right now that I'm like, crap, I don't know what I'm gonna do for inventory in January. Right. So if you guys are selling your closet, hurts <laughs> <laughs> me. Um all right, so let's I i do have to go get the kids. you guys have heard the thing. Uh, there is a couple of questions. We will um oh, there's one question. Let's answer it real quick. Time away, ten days off coming up. How do I get motivated for this club after time off? I plan to continue to listen. We'll be out of town for shipping. Okay, I have an answer. Um,
0: I think the best thing you can do is before your time away to set yourself up for success. When I do this, I clean my shipping station before I go on wherever I'm going. Like I'm literally about to do this. Um, over the weekend, I'm flying up to Illinois to walk through my house for the first time, which is so exciting. And my garage, which I'm also really excited about. But um, I'm going to have time away on. And I know when I get back, I'm just going to be obsessing about all the stuff I want to do to the house and not I want to do anything but run my store probably when I get back (laughs) but to help myself you know remove the barriers to like get going when I get back home I'm going to have a clean organized space to come back to probably on the flight home I'm going to be making a little to-do list and kind of mentally preparing like okay you know this is what I have to do the first day I get back and then I'll be back in the swing of things and you know I can get ahead again but um yes. I think I think it's a, it's all yourself, mental It's a, it's it is yeah. It's mental also, Oh go ahead. I was just going to say the other side of it is um you don't get motivated you just do it. <laughs> like you're sorry if you don't feel like it you just do it. Yeah. But you well, know Well I that's think that's the thing to say.
1: Like, well, which like, is like, that's how I like to end it with our therapist session with Anna. I, know. Um, I think the, list, the list helped me from what you said too. Like I posted a picture, I have like lists everywhere yes. and it helps me in the sense of like, this is what I want to be doing. And if yes. I didn't make a list of the things that had to get done, that's what I would do. Right. Um, and so I make the list and it's kind of like a reward for me. Like once I check all these things off, then I can go do what I want. Yes. Right? And it
0: helps you prioritize because sometimes coming back after a while off it's overwhelming because there's like more than usual stuff to ship or whatever, um, you know, and you feel behind. And so making that list will help you to go like, Hey, what do I have to get done today? What are the really necessary things? I don't have to do like everything the first day I get back, but I need to like get into the groove. So what are the necessary things? Yeah.
1: And mentally prepare that you're probably going to have lower sales. Yes. And put
0: on some good music when you get back as well. Yes,
1: I will help you. Damn out. All right, friends. That is it. We will see you next Friday. We're here next Friday. Yeah, we're here next Friday. We'll take a couple of weeks off uh, around the holidays, but we will be here next Friday. If you guys have questions, um, join us or just join us to chat about how our week went. I am doing Vlogmas. So I'm having a video every single This counts as my video for the day. But I am having a. <laughs> I'm having a video every single day, so something's coming out tomorrow and Sunday and all next week. Um, hopefully I don't get sick this weekend and I can make it. Oh my gosh! I hope you don't. I will. It Bless. will happen. I know. Um, so everyone have a, a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you back next weekend. Yeah, next week. It's not the next weekend. Friday. <laughs>